0: Hello and welcome to the Relational Parents Podcast, where we get off autopilot and give thoughtful attention to how we interact with our children and relate to ourselves, so that you can show up in your family as the best version of yourself with a lot more joy and ease. I'm your host, Teresa Puckett, and I'm thrilled you've joined us today. Hello, welcome. Today, I'm very excited to talk to you about preparing for learning at home, and it's part one. Um, I'm gonna do at least three episodes on preparing for learning at home in the new brave school year that we are entering, and some of us have already entered. And today, I'm going to be focusing on a brilliant positive discipline tool called Mistakes as Opportunities to Learn. And while I have pretty much always been an excited, enthusiastic, lifelong learner, I have not always brought this attitude of mistakes as opportunities to learn to my parenting. I have it today, but for years and years and years, I did not have it. And I'd like to start out by just unpacking a little bit of why I see that that is true for many parents. Now, there could be many, many reasons, but the most common reason that I have seen in the parents that I work with, and I saw it in myself as well, is that that attitude, was not something that was modeled for me when I was a child. The attitude that was more modeled for me was one of this is the right way and you're doing it the wrong way and you need to change because I know the right way and you're doing it wrong. No matter what I saw, um, even if someone else was doing it the wrong way, it was a do as I say, not as I do kind of an environment. And our all of our parents did the very best that they could. So no judgment at all, but it's not something that we saw as an attitude that was modeled for us as children. Therefore, it wasn't wired in to our belief system, to our subconscious mind as young children. Anything that's wired in as young children is, um, is kind of easy. It's like the default, it's the autopilot, and so even if we love learning in other areas of our lives i've seen this for many others and myself um even if we we have that attitude in other parts of our lives we can have a different attitude as a parent because that was what we took in and the meanings that we gave it like okay mom and dad must be right this must be the right way to be as a parent, and so therefore, that's what I am defaulting to as the parent myself, even if I don't consciously, as an adult, believe that it's my subconscious that's running that show. So, just even bringing that into our awareness is very liberating, can be very liberating if we let it be. Okay, so. What happens when we have that attitude and i'm I'm going to speak for myself here years ago and in some cases and some topics months ago, um, when I would show up and I would be like, "This is the right way I wouldn't be allowing myself to make a mistake I wouldn't be accepting of myself making a mistake because I was so in belief and hardcore belief about the right way. And so if I couldn't accept that in myself because there was this perfection standard, I'm certainly not going to be in acceptance for someone else. And I'm going to be judging them against this expected perfection. So in that way, I, and I see it all the time and I've noticed it and I look back on what I, you know used to do historically with my kids on some topics like even dishes in the sink okay would be like get your dishes out of the sink well i i saw this dish in the sink and so i thought that that's where we were putting them now no this one is here soaking get yours out of the sink so not oh let me explain that yes i've been soaking this and i forgot to you know clean it now that it's been soaking and get it out let's get our dishes together it was no you know this is you know do as i say not as i do you know guilty as charged okay so in that way sort of continuing a cycle of of judgment with the expectation that nobody should be making mistakes because we don't accept them in ourselves. So that, that judgment propagates, or, or, or that attitude propagates judgment, criticism, comparison. It's kind of a, a critical voice that, that I as a parent was being, right? I was a critical voice as opposed to a supportive, voice i was being a critic instead of a model like modeling oh yeah i did it too you know let's uh let's go and do this together let's um let's both make progress together and and i i can be supportive in that way so what now you know i've I've already admitted to you right that there's been a lot of this in my past too so now I do go out of my way to say, oh, this is what I discovered. This is what happened. Let me share this with you. This is what I learned. And what I really want to convey here is that I'm not sharing that to teach them what I learned because I could have learned, hey, that, you know, honey drips out of the honey jar and I'm the one that's responsible for all the stickiness all over the floor, even though I thought it was you. So yeah, I learned that. But what I'm really doing when I come to them with something like that, with my, my family, with my kids, I'm modeling admitting to imperfection. I am modeling Admitting a mistake and using it as an opportunity to make progress and learn. That's what I'm doing. That's why I'm sharing it. I'm not sharing that to teach them about the honey. Okay, I'm teaching it to share a different kind of way to be a different uh, uh, modeling a different way to be and now I'm going out of my way to do that because if you've been listening, you know, I have teenagers. So I can see the clock ticking away, right? In one year, my my older is going to be graduated high school. I don't know what's going to happen yet. Stay tuned. In 3 years, my younger will graduate high school. So I can see that there is a finite amount of time I have with them and I want to be modeling as much as possible And as well as possible now, some of these traits, in the hopes that they will carry memories with them, and that you know, some of the blueprint that they might have from what I was modeling earlier, you know, at least there's a little bit of room for oh, there's, there's a different possibility, this is not the right way, but there's another way that's possible to be, and so. There's another thing that I want to say about this too. When we can articulate mistakes and use them as opportunities to learn, that really allows for some expansion, right? As opposed to a judgment that really casts shame. Um, or contraction, like it's shame if I'm judging someone else, if I'm not admitting it even to myself, and it doesn't allow expansion, it's more contraction, okay, and the energy that we can bring when we admit a mistake is we, you know, we're allowing for expansion, we can bring an energy of curiosity, and we can take a look at, well, wow, what, um, what are the beliefs I have about this? And what are the meanings that I'm bringing to this? I, you know, so, so there was some stickiness on the floor, and I immediately jumped to the conclusion that it was you who made the mess and caused the stickiness and all of this. And, and that's because I I didn't think that I could make a mistake. Well, well, it turns out I can. And I'm sorry. And the same thing with the dishes in the sink, right? These are just my two, uh, my two kitchen examples. I'm, I'm full of kitchen examples today. So why is this tool? Why am I talking about this tool and sharing this tool and the stakes as opportunities to learn in connection with prepping for learning at home? <laughs> well, our kids are gonna be spending a lot more time at home than they have, most of our kids, okay, than they have um, in previous school years. And the extent to which we can recognize that nobody is perfect, nobody has this all figured out, not a single person, and we can allow ourselves to make a mistake that takes some pressure off, right? So that's fantastic. And if we can also not only take the pressure off of ourselves, but really take some of that pressure off of our kids by modeling and just having a different energy around how we're gonna be together in the house and w- what the schedule's gonna look like, then that's, that's really wonderful. And that's what I wanted to bring today, um, as the first as the first episode around prepping for learning at home. I don't even want to say homeschooling because most people are not doing what's really homeschooling. you are doing virtual learning and distance learning. Sure, there's there's some people that have always been doing homeschooling. Some people will newly be doing homeschooling. But if you not are not in charge of the curriculum. If your child is really attending school, um, but they're doing that online, that's not homeschooling, that's learning at home. It's virtual learning, it's distance learning. So I look forward to bringing you a little bit more that can help you with learning from home in the next few episodes and drawing on some of some of the things that I learned as a monastery teacher and also from a, a, a child development stage standpoint. Until then, bye for now. Hey, it's T and I'm so excited to share that Relational Parents is offering a free book club in the month of September. We are reading and meeting every week for some really animated conversations about The Self-Driven Child by William Stixrud and Ned Johnson. It's about the most damaging myths that we as parents buy into and how to break out of them in some of the most challenging areas that we navigate with our kids like school and like technology and their future so i think it's really perfect timing for this book club as the school year gets underway and if you'd like to join us please register there are two ways to register either in the relational parents facebook group which you can join or if you're already in there or send an email to support at relationalparents.org let us know that you're interested and we will send you the link and we'll Get you in there for these conversations. And also, you can feel free to invite a friend or two that would be interested. Okay, I'll see you there.